there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Gents, how are you? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. Got a couple of coffees. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're more than welcome. You can thank Cam for that. Thank you, Cam. What's, uh, what are we talking about? Today, we're talking about skinwalkers. Mm. And then, to be economical, we're also going to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Named after skinwalkers. Yeah. We'll save space mm. on the marquee. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I had originally thought that Skinwalker Ranch wasn't related to the Skinwalker thing. I thought it was more just a UFO thing. But then I was like, I oh, know. That wouldn't make much sense to just call it that, but have nothing to do with Skinwalker. I think a lot of people don't, don't realize. I think, Cam, you questioned me on it in the it's, Slack. And you're like, oh, it's not the same thing. I'm like, well, it's clearly the same thing. It's sort of, it's tangentially related. It's more of the, than just a name thing. Hmm. There were skinwalkers, there's been skinwalker sightings at Skinwalker Ranch, but skinwalkers are their own thing that goes back many hundreds of years, Mm. Mm. whereas Skinwalker Ranch goes back to like 1995. Yeah. So let's start with skinwalkers. Yeah. It's a a Native American phenomenon. Um, Seeing as we're going to be talking about Native Americans, Mm -hmm. uh, you know how the word uh, calling them Indian is no longer accepted? Yeah. Mm. So I noticed this, the, the BIA, someone, yeah. they were being investigated by the BIA, and I was like, what is what, that? What is that? It's the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Right. I feel like they should have changed the name by now. Is it because they've got some weird dark funding where they can just get as many curries as they want? And it's like, no one can say anything about it because it would just cause too much trouble. Right. But they've got all this extra curry funding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is entirely part of our revit. You can't deny us this funding. So if they were to change it to Native American, yeah, all that they would lose all the, that, the all okay. the all the dark funding to lose gone. I don't think that's how dark funding works. I think it is. Okay. I think it's people finding little loopholes in the names of their organisations and exploiting them. What is that? B I A B I A beer beer yeah like C A it's like beer yeah they're like we can't change it from beer to Benai. Well, we've got the CIA. We don't want to lose BIA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Native American thing specifically. Well, it's, the skinwalkers themselves are specific to one, to the Navajo, I believe. Yeah. Mm. 
there are sort of similar things across different sort of Native American groups and like South American groups as well. Mm. But uh, the Skinwalker is a little bit like a werewolf, but a little bit different. It's a cursed human, right? Yeah. It's not a supernatural being. It's a human that's become something else. Yeah. yeah. So the way you become a Skinwalker is uh, if you do something really bad, for example, kill a blood relative, like your dad or your brother yeah. or your child. Mm-hmm. And then you... Glad you understand, under explained relatives to us. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> mum's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> no, mum's included. Okay. Oh. Second cousin once removed. No, that doesn't count. That's not a blood relative. Mm-hmm. All Cam right. knows his relatives. I do. <laughs> he sure does. Sorry for questioning you. Yeah, you apology accepted. Uh, and then once you've done this, this such a terrible thing that you were cursed, you become a witch... And then you gain the ability to skinwalk, which is you can put on like an animal pelt and become that animal. It's like a pretty mad superpower. Yeah. yeah it's pretty no, it's a curse though. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear um, 14 facts about skinwalkers that will 100% scare the shit out of you? Yes. <laughs> yes. This is from thoughtcatalog.com. Yeah. Uh, it's catalogued in their creepy section. Yep. So you know it's going to be... These creepy, are some creepy thoughts. Creepy things. Yeah. Uh, number one, a skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into any different type of animal at will. Ah! Uh, number two, they are most frequently seen as coyotes or coyotes, wolves, fox, eagles, owls, or crows. That's not very that's, scary. No, that, and that's no, basically a pretty huge gamut of <laughs> things. <laughs> They're seen as the most common. <laughs> most commonly as everything. Uh, some can also steal the faces of different people and could appear as someone you know. Yeah, I, I don't want that. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I don't, I don't want that to happen to me. I'd be cool to be able to do it. Yeah. The I don't want it to happen to me, but then if Imagine someone... work pranks. <laughs> yes. Just going to go, oi, you're fired. <laughs> or go into your boss's office as like someone you don't like and just tear into them. Change back to yourself. The next one uh, is actually pretty scary. Yeah. You ready? If you accidentally lock eyes with a skinwalker, they can absorb themselves into your body and take control of your actions. Oh, another one that would be cool to be able to do, but yeah. not happen to I do not want to be bloody have absorbed. someone absorbed into me. No. no. Uh, number five, rare skinwalkers can also have the ability to enchant the powder powder of corpses. And use that substance as a poison dust on victims. But that's only rare ones. Yeah. So yeah. most skinwalkers can't do nah, that. No. Nah. Have we talked about something to do with corpse dust before? Was that in the origin of the zombie myth or something? There was oh, something about... maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Rings a bell. Um, the legend of the skinwalkers originates from the Navajo. Well, it's not very scary. No. Unless number you're a racist. Number yeah. seven. In the Navajo <laughs> language, the word skinwalker is... Uh, Apologies for my pronunciation. Yi Nagloshi and translates to he who walks on all fours. That's not an especially scary one, but there are some scary pictures of them walking around on all fours. Yeah. I avoided watching a couple of YouTube videos because I looked at the thumbnail and I was like, that's going to creep me out way too much. (laughs) I'm not going to watch that. The thing is, all the pictures of them walking on all fours, it's like animals walk on all fours all the time, right? Your coyotes and etc. All of these different animals they can turn into. But none of the pictures are of these things are walking normally on all fours. They're like, yeah, the legs are like really long and elongated and did, weird. Did you guys see that footage uh, in the from the tour down under the uh, cycling race? And there was 
someone dressed as a dog that was walking on all fours. And it looked kind of convincing that they were a dog, right. but they had giant limbs. <laughs> <laughs> and like they they went up to like the you know a presenter or a TV presenter, and she was just like, "What the hell is happening?" <laughs> and like, I'm a, you know I'm a dog. Like even got down to like get a belly scratch, and it was weird. Oh, that's taking wow. it too far. Yeah. This is a public situation. Mm. This is a tour down under. This is a big sporting event. Is what will scare us about this all four thing? Just the fear we'd have of like how badly the the knees must hurt all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where are we? What number? Number eight. Skinwalkers have only entered the public discourse relatively recently, compared to other phenomena. In 1996, a team of scientists ventured to a Utah ranch. Oh, we'll talk in, about that later. To investigate a, again, that's not a scary fact. <laughs> if anything, that's more um, comforting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if number nine, if their other powers weren't enough, they skin, were enough. <laughs> skinwalkers are also said to be able to run incredibly long distance. Some say over two hundred miles in one evening. They're burying the lead here and saying it's also very quick. Yeah, they can yeah. run very quickly. We've talked about something else that ran really quick before as well. This is jogging my memory. Hmm. Fucked if I remember what yeah. it is. Though, so. I mean, the thing is, though, in the in modern times. They could just not turn into an animal and drive that distance. <laughs> yeah. uh, skinwalkers have a tendency to hang around graveyards and can dig up graves at an impossibly fast speed. Okay. Yeah, we well, just grow their dog paws. Yeah, yeah. But anyone can dig up a grave. Yeah. While they can take many forms, this is number 11, uh, people who see them today describe them as hollowed out dog-like animals. Ooh. That's pretty scary. Mm. Yeah. Number 12, skinwalkers are said to recruit more skinwalkers themselves there is some dispute on how this happens but some say there is an official ceremony and that skinwalkers take their form with a gathering of people and specific chants uh, but first rule of skinwalker club <laughs> uh, number 13 with all their advantages advantages I guess they can run really fast yeah, run fast yeah. dig graves fast yeah, do pranks at work yeah <laughs> but the best job for them is to work in a cemetery which is where the best pranks would be, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, with all their advantages, it is said that you can kill a skinwalker if you call them by their true human name. Oh, that's a pretty classic defeat anything kind of thing. Demons, call them all by sorts their... of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, skinwalkers, this is the last one. Skinwalkers are most commonly encountered near native reservations, though they've been seen all over the United States. Some people believe... The rake, which is commonly encountered in the northeast, is similar to a skinwalker. So there's another thing called the rake. There you go. It also has a video and some stories about skinwalkers. If you head to thoughtcatalog.com. They weren't all terrifying? No. no. Uh, Some of them, if I encounter them in real life. Mm. I'd like to know more about the rake. Yeah. To read about the rake. So a few things. There's lots of different ways to kill them, apparently. No one can agree, though. Okay. Has anyone ever killed one? No. So we don't really have any evidence for this. Mm. There's lots of talk about like different types of bullets and things mm. that you might use. Like a silver bullet yeah. situation? A silver bullet or some other sort of bullet. Mm. Maybe a bit of holy water. Who knows? No water one's done bullet. it yet. Waterboarding? Water bullet. Oh, water bullet. Yeah, yeah. holy water bullet. Straight to waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if we get a skinwalker, we capture one. We've got so many un- unanswered questions. Yeah. 
how are we going to get it out? Sneaky bit of legal oh, torture. Yeah. Government sanctioned torture. Luke Guantanamo Robertson. I didn't think about getting. I'm sure we talked about it on the show. I you thought about getting waterboarded to yeah. see what it's like. All right, kind of we curious. can do that for you. We can organise that. Yeah. Ah, aren't you guys even a little bit curious to know what? Are we curious to waterboard you? <laughs> yeah. <Yes. sure. laughs> Am I curious to know what it's like? Not really. Okay. I assume it's like feeling like I'm about to drown. <laughs> but yeah. drowning is supposed to be like super euphoric, right? Yeah. Ultimate high. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get fucked up. Let's waterboard you then. <laughs> Future episode. <laughs> it's like they didn't realise that like by doing that to the prisoners at Guantanamo, they were just like fucking blowing their minds. They were just loving it. That's why it. they're freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the best. A little bit of torture gear that Cam is clearly uncomfortable with. <laughs> oh, we'll see how we go when we try it out on you. <laughs> um, yeah. What are you saying? Oh, what are the other ways of killing them? Just... All the standard ways, lop off the head, etc., etc. Hmm. No one can quite agree, though. That'd have to do it, right? Off with the head. Unless it was a Terminator situation. T-1000. Yeah, true. Hmm. So, Skinwalkers. Uh, I did find... this. Should we get into Skinwalker Ranch, then? Yeah, I, I guess I didn't... Other than kind of creepy, smudgy YouTube vids. Yeah. Mm. There was a cool X-Files episode about Skinwalkers, I oh, remember. Yeah. From an early season, yeah. Mm. Um, there wasn't. There's not a whole lot around them. There's a lot of stories of mm. like, you know, oh, I saw a skinwalker. I saw a video. Who would win a fight, a skinwalker or a wendigo? Oh, who'd win? What's a wendigo? Well, the wendigo is another type of cursed human that's based in some sort of mythology. Who I think it's, it's something is based off cannibalism stuff. So, um. When a person consumes human flesh, they get cursed to constantly crave human flesh, mm. but never, but always they're always hungry. Mm. So they just constantly are enraged and hungry for human flesh. So they just eat people, but they're never satiated. Satiated? Yep. Happened on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right. They ate some human meat. Yeah. Well, they referred to that okay. in the thing. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Wendigo psychosis is a real thing where people crave human flesh and have an irrational fear of becoming a, a cannibal. Mm. And I think Wendigos, the more they eat, the bigger they get, the more powerful they get. And they, they have some sort of animal shape-shifty thing too. But the cons- the outcome of the video was that they thought the Skinwalker would win because the Skinwalker... Apparently, Wendigos are kind of wild where Skinwalkers can maintain their human... Brain. Intelligence. Yeah, okay. And they can also turn into birds and fly away and then come back and attack as different animals and fly away and come back. Oh, yeah. They would like stick and move strategy. Yeah. So they thought the skinwalker would work, would win. I thought the, I, I was betting on the Wendigo, to be honest. I feel like the Wendigo with its, um, I guess, unsatisfied hunger, that ferocity that would bring, mm. would bring a bit of scrappiness that yeah. would be hard to overcome. Just get their hands on the skinwalker and eat it. Mm. Mm. Can so I mean I don't have an opinion on Skinwalkers okay, versus okay. Wendigos. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I did read a little bit about people talking about what the basis of the myth would be, which I think the general consensus of people who don't think it's real mm. is that it was it's just you know a story 
to encourage people not to murder blood relatives. Right. Right. It's good. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. Yeah. But Don't she, put it in a in a razor blade commercial though. No, because then you'll get people murdering their <laughs> relatives to trigger the left. <laughs> you do not want that. So I thought that was that's nice. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. you know, if someone does kill a blood relative, it's like let's shun that person. We'll other them a little bit. We'll say they're a witch, and then. Everyone will know to tell them to, you know, jog on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So. Let's take a short break. All right. And come back and talk about Skinwalker Ranch. You say ranch, I say ranch. I think I say ranch as well. We've all said ranch today, but I keep thinking ranch in my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Skinwalker Ranch, so aka the- Sherman Ranch. <laughs> Sounds like a, a pretty terrifying place from what we know about Skinwalkers. Yeah. Just crawling with them. Yeah. Well, well it was crawling with them a little bit. I think there was, there'd been Skinwalker sightings there. Mm. And, and the kind of the immediate area, which I think... Is a Native American reservation. Yeah, the Ute mm. tribe was mm. there. So the Ute tribe, yeah, set up there on top of a cemetery. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know classic moves to avoid in real estate is to build your house on top of a Native American cemetery. Yeah. Mm. He's begging for curses. Yeah. No one told the bloody Ute tribe because they've gone and built their reservation on top of an African-American cemetery. Jeebus. And not just any African-Americans, but Buffalo soldiers, uh, which were a group of soldiers. There were lots of different Buffalo soldiers. It was African-American soldiers in like the uh, Revolutionary War against the British. Mm-hmm. So I did way too much research into this particular aspect of it. Okay. But uh, you didn't have a music bit prepared? <laughs> Cam and I have locked eyes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not gonna. You'd see you're my periphery. <laughs> no, I don't have the Buffalo Soldiers music bit prepared. Okay, but uh, in the oi oi oi, I discovered in the Revolutionary War uh, between the British and the you know the American colony mm. that uh, a bunch of African American dudes were like, "Can we fight?" With the Americans. Yeah. And they're like, no. Right. We're too racist. (laughs) (laughs) So then heaps of African-American people started joining the British Army. Okay. At which point the American Army was like, we can relax our rules on racism. (laughs) Just a little bit, I suppose. But we're also going to do a thing called the Buffalo Soldiers where we're going to have these platoons of all black people Mm. and we're going to give you the shitty guns and the shitty horses right. and all the shitty stuff that's been worn out. Uh, good luck. That's not a very nice thing to do. It's not nice. No. Uh, at the same time, heaps of these dudes were becoming Freemasons as mm. well. Because uh, Freemasonry was especially popular with African Americans because of the central tenet of equality. Oh, yeah. The idea being that, you know, everyone in the lodge is equal. 
Except for the ones that are the Grandmaster or whatever. No, but even the Grandmaster's on the same level as everyone. They might be yeah. on a higher degree, but everyone in the Lodge is on the same... Right, right. Even plane, yep. you might say. Oh, little carpentry joke. Yeah. But um, funnily enough, uh, they struggled to join Masonic Lodges because all of the people in Masonic Lodges at the time were super racist yeah, as well. Yeah, the racism comes back. Yeah, the racism. Hmm. And so when you join a Masonic Lodge and only one person in the Lodge has to object right. to you joining for it to be completely off the, hmm. the cards... And it's all anonymous as well. So it's not like you can be like, all right, well, so we're all cool. We let the black guys in. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. And then you get the votes back and it's like, one. Yeah. Who is it? It's like, it's old racist Joe, but you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> racist Joe's like, we need to find this person. <laughs> but a guy called Prince Hall mm. started African-American lodges. Mm-hmm. They got like the sign off from the Grand Lodge in the UK. Oh, yeah. Right. Were they called Buffalo Masons? They were called... Uh, well, they ended up being called Prince Hall Masons. Right. Mm. They were originally were African lodges, and then they changed them to Prince Hall Lodges right. because there's a rule that you can only have one lodge per city. And over in the UK, they're like, oh, well, that's not going to work here, obviously. Mm. You can have your own lodge. Okay. There's... Uh, up until very relatively, relatively recently, there was not a huge amount of integration mm. uh, lodges can like be associated and you can like go back and forth between them like visit them yeah but that's very relatively recently mm. Af- these African lodges have been allowed to go over to the main lodges yeah right it's all changing as modern times proceed anyway they had a cemetery of these buffalo soldiers who were all masons who were all clearly into the occult mm. and the ute Tribe comes in, they're like, oh, we'll just chuck our houses here. Yeah. Like a big mistake. And that's why you've got a skinwalker problem. That is why you've got a skinwalker problem. Um, so there were, I did see some Masonic symbols carved into rocks around that area, which people were like, oh, what's this? It's clearly a thing. So that probably explains that, right? Yeah, quite possibly. Hmm. I was just looking at what the lodge that Mr. Cunningham from Happy Days was a part of was yeah. called. Leopard any- Lodge. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a buffalo-themed lodge for some reason. I think that might be the Jetsons. No, the Flintstones. Flintstones? Buffalo Lodge? Yeah, it was the Flintstones. Was it? Yeah. The Jetsons had one as well. That was probably the Sprockets. No, <laughs> like that was very worked. They're in a cyber lodge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there was an article the other day about the Jetsons talking about was like uh, Jane Jetson, a child bride. Yeah, I saw that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they worked out the ages of the kids and yeah. then her age. She was pretty young. <laughs> 15, I think they were. Yeah. Yeah. That's problematic. Yeah, Jetsons, yeah. cancelled. <laughs> um, so, the Ute tribe built these houses, got yeah. a skinwalker problem. Yeah. Then, how did the ranch appear? I guess some people thought, let's have a ranch. Yeah. Yeah. And they set one up. It was bought by the Sherman family mm-hmm. in the 90s. Yeah. I feel like it hadn't had too many problems up until they bought it. Yeah. They bought it and it just all went to hell. Yeah, the the main story of the first kind of encounter, they said they were having some creepy things, but they encountered a, a wolf mm. that was three times bigger than a normal wolf. And at first they were scared because of the giant wolf. Yeah. 
Fair then enough. it seemed like it wasn't going to hurt them. It was pretty chill. So they're like, oh, give them a scratch. Just gave them a little scratch. Um, which I, I feel like is not the right thing to do, even though it is friendly. Right. That's it when would... they realised it was just a bloke on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> just come from the cycling. Um, but then while they were kind of meeting and greeting it, being yeah. coming its friend. Giving it scratches. Giving it scratches and scratches. Uh, it noticed it's the cows just over in the pen. Yeah. And the wolf just like, uh-oh, cows, I'm going to get me some of them. Yeah. Bolts cows over, fucked. Yeah. Bolts over and grabs a baby cow, like a... Through, a calf. Yeah, baby cow through the, the railings of the fence and tries to like make off with it. Yeah. And obviously the dad... I was going to say make out with it. No. <laughs> the way he did the action. Very, very friendly yeah. wolf. Um, and so the dad and the son like run over and start hitting the wolf with sticks. Yeah. Well, I thought helping. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't work. Wolf is unfazed. So get my, go get my gun, son. The dad says, comes back with a three fifty seven Magnum, gives the wolf Jeez. a cu- couple of shots. Looking dirty Harry over here. Nothing happens. Wrong gun, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> comes back with a, a some sort of rifle, yeah. long gun, something. Shoots it a few times. Yeah, take, dirty Harry over here. Takes a <laughs> <laughs> takes a chunk of skin off the wolf. The wolf's still not really phased, but he's like, no, actually, this is not turning out how I pan. I wanted. I wanted yeah. a scratch. I wanted a cow. All I'm getting is this bloody shot. So he walks off pretty calmly, apparently. For some reason, they go and follow it. We don't want this wolf fucking up our shit. They follow it down to a creek. They follow its prince, poor prince, down to a creek where the poor prince disappear and they don't know where it went. Ooh, across the water. Yeah, it seemed they said it. One of the stories I read said it was 40 feet away from the creek. Right. Others just said it was by the creek. Um, anyway, they went back to where the thing all happened and they found the skin and the, the flesh that torn off with the gun and it was rotting and smelled like it was weeks old. Ooh, yeah. Anyway, they had a few more other occurrences, um, kind of poltergeisty kind of occurrences mm-hmm. where um, the mother came home and unpacked some groceries and then went to something else and came back and the groceries were all packed. They were back in the, back back in in the, the bags. bags. Yep. <laughs> The dog lost its collar. Back in plastic bags or back in reusable bags? Uh, they were paper. All right, that's good. Specified. Um, the dog... They saw me fucking coming, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> the dog turned up one day with no collar, and yep. then 24 hours later, its collar was back. All right. Well, that's that's weird. It's, there's, it's, um, it's weird, but like... There's a cat that likes to hang out at my house. Oh, yeah. We call him Mr. Jingle Jangles. Yeah. Because he's, he's got a little bell on his collar, and he Jingle Jangles. Yeah. And we'll be sitting watching TV and we'll hear. Did he come into your house or is he? No, we'll just hear it. He's running up the side of the oh, house. Oh, good on him. Uh, one day, though, stopped hearing him. And then we see him out the front. His collar's gone. Uh. And then, like a week later, his collar was back. What was going on? Might have lost its collar. Yeah. Um, cats, quite often these days, cat collars are. Quite easily removable in the sense that they get it snagged on something, it'll just come away. Right. You don't want to cat, you don't stuck on things. No, no. So maybe like, that's what happened. Like when lanyards changed. Yeah. From just being a solid bit of fabric to having a little clip so that you can like pull it off. Yeah. Just Pretty much exactly the same goes, little clip. Yeah. It's like, ah, jokes on you. Yeah. And then, or if you get stuck in like the shredder. Yeah. Um, but how did the how did the dog's collar get back on though? We don't know. One of the kids did it. Put it back on, maybe. I, Maybe this Mrs. What's-Her-Face is just fucking really forgetful. Yeah. I, is she a drunk? It didn't say her drinking nature. But, I mean, you're stuck on some ranch. What else are you going to do? Yeah. 
Um, the one thing I, I someone talking about it said in the seventies there was there's similar phenomena um, around this area, but that all changed come the nineties, and it became went from more Skinwalkery and UFOE to ghosty, ghosty, ghosty. and poltergeisty. Would the groceries were they had they been put away or were they just Apparently. on the bench and then that, suddenly they were back in the bag? Well, you don't take them out and just leave them on the bench. You might in preparation, and then you turn around. Yeah, sometimes you've got stuff that needs to go in one cupboard and stuff that needs to go in another cupboard in the same bag. Just yeah. chuck it on the bench, Please. sort it out, put it away. Yeah, yeah. okay. Take maybe. it all out of the bag, put it all out on the bench. Yeah. Turn around for a second for a glass of wine. Yeah. Just to take the edge <laughs> off the afternoon. <laughs> and then you turn back around and it's all back in the bag. Yeah. Now, what happened there? Um, another thing, again, this is the, the mother. She quite mm. often would... like. A couple of times she went to get in the shower. She had her hairbrush and her towel on a little table next to the shower. Mm-hmm. Comes out of the shower, disappeared, never to be seen again. I think the monotonous day-to-day routine of her life just fucking got the better of her. And she yeah. just started thinking she was doing things that she hadn't done. Um, another one was a... a Plus all the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this. the wine. I'm, I'm just saying... This poltergeist was acting out in very small ways. Yeah. yeah. Did a chair ever fly across the room? No chairs. There was a a, um, a fence post digger, you know, those big kind of like screw things. Yeah. To, that they that lost, lost went one. missing, right? Yeah, it went missing and it turned up at the tree a couple of days later. Just sounds like a bit of a prank, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mate, I mean, the thing about poltergeist, as we discussed previously... And you got angry at me for saying it, but they're associated with, you know, the menstrual cycles of teenage girls. I don't remember those. I don't remember that either. I, I could rem- probably imagine me. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'd probably get a little bit was angry. Was this an off mic chat? No, 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 it was to do with um, the Lunar Park thing, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. And, no, that's right. You implied that the sleep slumber party of teenage girls that thought they heard, like, screams from Lunar Park the night, oh, one night. Cam implied that they were all uh, menstruating, right. and that's why they thought they saw, heard something. Right. <laughs> that's what I implied. I implied that there's a. Sorry, you didn't imply. He said it. Yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> no, there's a well-established link between poltergeist activity and young women on the cusp of womanhood. Okay. Right. Yep. But maybe when someone's once someone's gone a little bit older, then suddenly you've got super chilled out poltergeists once a month. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have the fucking energy to be, you know, breaking glasses anymore. They're just moving them. Like, where's my wine glass gone? Uh, wow. This is this is a thing in polter, in poltergeist research, right? See, that, I, that I, I think field. I think it's less based in research. And Cam at the time probably just went. They're probably just all on the rag. <laughs> no, that's really how he put it too. Yeah. Such a misogynist. Yeah. No, it's all about energy, mate. Um, I know. I have heard that. That I mean, it's been in. Oh, here we go. It's been in horror films. I don't think it's part of established science. It is. Well, no, it's not part of established science. It's part of fucking ghost science. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Cut me some slack. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not the ghost scientist coming out with this shit. But they've, you know, they've done their experiments. Yep. I don't know what they're doing. Um. So, Skinwalker Ranch, back on topic. Yeah, sure. Um, what, what else do we find out about it? Well, so in the 90s, so the, this family owns yep. the Shermans. And they start having spooky things happening. Are and they seeing UFOs as well? 
I don't know if they saw the UFOs. I think there's been UFO sightings in the area. Mm. Um, maybe they saw... Oh, maybe I think she saw some lights or they saw some lights. Yeah. Yeah. Their cows are getting fucked up too, right? Yeah, there was some cattle mutilation. Yeah, mm. so there was... Um, Although they did see a wolf bite a cow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> a whole wolf situation there for mm. a while. Um, I saw footage of the cattle, the mutilated cow, calf. And their story, or the story being told in the documentary that I watched, Hunt for the Skinwalkers, um, was that they were just doing normal day-to-day ranch things. Or maybe they were even part of the the people that were doing the hunt because they had a video camera. Anyway, saw the the calf there. Oh, yeah, there he is. Going about his business. Went for a walk. A couple of, maybe 20 minutes later, all the dogs started going nuts. Oh, what's going on? They, They boofed it back. That um, calf was mutilated, like had no no body at all. Mm. It's kind of lying flat out, completely gone. One of his ears was cut off, completely gone. Um, and just, yeah, just a spine and some, mm. some limbs. And they're like, what the hell could have done this? Not much blood around, if any blood. Mm. Um, so that was kind of the, that was pretty spooky to look at. Yeah. So you mentioned there was a hunt for the skinwalker. It's mm-hmm. a documentary and yep. there was also an actual hunt. Mm. which features in that documentary. So what happened is they see all this spooky stuff and a guy from, one of the guys from Coast to Coast AM, the radio show, mm. hears about it and starts writing about it. Colm someone. I wrote his name down. This was, no, this was George somebody. Oh, George Knapp? Yeah, George Knapp. Yeah, George Knapp is a bloody award-winning journalist. Uh, he's won like 19 Emmys. So he's he's won a Peabody Award. So he's pretty, pretty credible. Anyway. But he also writes a lot about UFOs and ghosts and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts writing about it and somehow it gets the attention of Robert Bigelow, mm. the billionaire. Mm. Billionaire Bigelow. Oh, wait, no. Is it Gigolo. Is he a billionaire hotelier? Uh, yeah. Or he was? Yeah. Before he's... he pivoted into being a billionaire aerospaceman. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then pivoting into just being a billionaire funding people that are cooked. So Robert Bigelow buys the ranch from the Shermans. Mm. Uh there's a lot of... One of the things that gets said about it is the Shermans only like lasted 18 months before they were driven out by all of the spookiness. Mm. But what actually happened is they lasted 18 months until a billionaire came to buy their ranch at like a massively inflated price. Uh, wasn't it unoccupied for seven years? Or was that before they got there? I think this was before they uh, got okay. there. Okay, yep. yep. Yeah, I read something that was like there was some... Um, Something to do with all the ex-owners needed to be notified of things happening there or something. Did you guys come across that? No. There was something about like there was a... When they bought it, when the Shermans bought it, there was a clause that said something about if you're going to do anything on the land like dig, Mm. you had to notify all of the previous owners of the ranch first. So they could like... And I had... And yeah, but then the people who had had it before, hadn't lived there for years. Mm. So I was like, well, is that because they had all this fucked up shit happen to them as well? Mm. And like, don't dig because fucking you'll dig something up spooky or don't dig because you'll find all our old family burial sites that have just gone by the wayside. Well, digging is quite central in the documentary. They yeah. uh, apparently, if they every time they're digging or doing stuff with the ground, stuff happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So they try and recreate that and dig a whole bunch and nothing happens. <laughs> so Robert Bigelow, who we have talked about before. Mm. Have we? Yeah. Uh, he's the he's the billionaire aerospaceman who was involved with uh, like the 
um, Blink One Eighty Two guy. Yeah. And he was the he's the friend of the senator who was misappropri not misappropriating but appropriating all that dark money for their UFO research. Mm. When that was when the whole thing the FBI has been funding UFO research for years kind of thing come out right. Yeah. Yeah. So he formed the National Institute for the Discovery of Science or NIDS, mm. and they went out and s- set up at a Skinwalker Ranch. And I think basically spent 10 years surveilling it 24-7, <laughs> looking for evidence of paranormal activity. Mm. And in 10 years of 24-7, surveillance, mm. they didn't get any physical evidence of anything. Well, they found there's one thing. Well, So they found cattle mutilations. Yeah. And they saw lights. But in all of their time, and these are people who've got cameras to record lights, they didn't get any photos of anything. Um, well, that's because someone in the documentary said um, that the entity or whatever has been haunting and, and creating all this chaos knew where the cameras were. So everything that happened, happened just off camera. Mm, right. It definitely happened. That'd be the way you do it if you were... A, oh, yeah. If you were like a something haunting something or an alien or something, you'd be like... Totally wanting to avoid cameras. You couldn't put a balaclava on because you're a ghost. Yeah. yeah. So how else do you hide your identity? You avoid the cameras. Yeah. They call it the shyness effect. It's the thing where with all of these haunted things, as soon as you bring your camera out, they stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like when you can feel your leg twitching and you go to look at it and it stops. Hmm. Because the ghost has stopped tugging on your leg. Ah, yeah. yep. Um, they realize that you've noticed that they're using their energy beam weapons to like diddle you. <laughs> dinger and stuff <laughs> and it stops when you look um, one guy said that they had these cameras on poles and they came back um, and there's cows around the poles and they came back and the tape was all damaged and the clips had gone off the poles and as soon as the humans came back the cows scattered yeah. and they couldn't work out what's, what damaged the poles yeah. like, I feel like it's pretty obvious yeah. there's yeah. these naughty bloody cows <laughs> yeah. and they know they've done wrong and he's like we, they came up with no theoretical possibilities like, not even one theory here <laughs> Gary Larson blew that whole thing wide open, didn't he? (laughs) When we're not around, they walk up on their hind legs and act like humans. Was cows with guns a big thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Triple J, Holders 100. It still gets touted out on ABC Radio every now and again. Yeah, right. Yeah. A morning show where I was from used to love it. Every morning during that probably six months, like, (laughs) love it. (laughs) Love a good uh, cows with guns Star Trek and double up. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Do you guys ever used to play Star Trek and, and watch a soap opera on mute and see if it synced up with what they were saying? No. This might have been a, a Knives in Westport. No, this was... Affair. I wasn't, I wasn't stoned. <laughs> uh, because there's lots of different voices in Star Trek, so if someone comes in and starts talking at the right, right. time, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Try it out one day. Maybe yeah. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we've done all the... They've got the cameras... They can't find anything, mm-hmm. so they just keep going. What do they do? Well, they just they keep looking, but they don't ever dig anything up. There are a few sus people involved in NIDS. Okay. Uh, John B. Alexander, who is one of the guys who features heavily in uh, John Ronson's Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah, he's a retired army colonel. Yeah. Yeah. He was quite involved. Uh, people say that he was sort of... Because he's involved in lots of these little groups, like he's in remote viewing groups and he's like institutes for remote viewing and 
the Institute for Alien Research and right. people say he's the guy that they send in to make sure that they don't find out too much. Ah. <clears throat> so he was the guy that was saying they couldn't find anything with the cows. Yeah. So he was like just just trying to make it sound like the cows, but they're not. Yeah, yeah interesting. He's also quite connected to uh, Michael Aquino, the founder of the Temple of Set. Okay. Who was also in the army. Right. And, uh, yeah, came up with, like, the the whole Temple of Set thing while he was in Nam. I don't know what that is. It's a, sort of a offshoot of the Church of Satan. Ah, okay. He's got his fingers in a few pies then, doesn't he? He does. Oh, John mm. Alexander. But, yeah, it was weird. Because I've been reading a little bit about Jack Parsons, the uh, satanic rocket scientist that we talked about a while back. Mm. And I was like, what are all these rocket scientists doing dabbling in their cult? And? I don't know. What are okay. they up to? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to make their rockets go faster, I assume. Yeah, Robert Bigelow's an interesting guy because he's out here looking for UFOs, but at the same time he's forming like this aerospace company, mm. which is like a real thing. They're building real rockets and things, mm. real space tech. But was he just hoping to get like a little leg up from finding a UFO or if, is he just a cooked bloke? If I was a billionaire... And could afford to have weird little projects like buying a ranch and getting it surveilled mm. to look for skinwalkers. I might pick one or two interesting topics and, you know, I don't know what it would be. Maybe yeah. something UFO related. Mm. Pump some money into the city. Find some aliens. Yeah. Track down Umau Mau. Mm. So anyway, they uh, Bigelow sold it mm-hmm. in like 2007 to an unknown buyer. Mm. It's now owned by a group called Adamantium Real Estate. Of course, the uh, adamantium being stuff that uh, Wolverine's claws are made out of. Mm. I think you'll find his... uh, His whole skeleton is coated in it. All right, thanks, you fucking nerd. Well, got to get it right. Is adamantium a real thing in real life? Salty? I I think it is. I think it is. All right. Should I look it up? Yeah. You should know, you nerd. But uh, no one knows who owns adamantium real estate. I uh, did look up, there's a... And I'm not the only one to look this up. There's a trademark... Uh, registration for Skinwalker Ranch, which was uh, put in by the Adamantium people, mm. uh, where they do list it as uh, they've trademarked it for recreation purposes. Uh, seems like they might be planning on opening some sort of theme park. Mm. Uh, there was a, a few a few people went down the rabbit hole of uh, there's a few names listed on the trademark application, yep. like the uh, the lawyer who has put it in, who's just some random lawyer from Utah. Like a legal clerk or something. But there's also uh, an employee listed, oh. Aretha Char Somerville. And people have looked up Aretha Char Somerville and I've seen she's also listed as the employee on a trademark for a company called DNA Logics, ah. which does DNA research. Okay, so what you're implying, or what these people are implying... Is that why she... would someone who is involved with Skinwalker Ranch also be involved with this DNA research company? She's going to get alien DNA. Yeah. She's going to get Skinwalker DNA. She's going to combine them. them. Yep. And we are in the shit. Yeah. Now, what they didn't consider is that Aretha Char Somerville is also listed on hundreds of other... Trademark applications. Because she works for the trademark office. <laughs> She's the employee of the trademark office who's filed the papers. That's even scarier. She's got all these access to trademarks and she's combining. Um, this is another example of conspiracy theorists 
not like understanding basic knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was weird because like I, I looked up her name. Yeah. Because I was like, I wonder if what she's the employee of. I thought to myself, it'd be a bit silly for the super secret company to put someone's name on this thing, though. But maybe the down the trademark office, they're like, we don't care about how secret it is. Yeah. Someone's name has to be on the form. And I saw the DNA one as well, but they've. It seems like they only saw that one. They didn't see. There's a hot. There's pages of results. Yeah, but it's that what fits my narrative, and I'll just dismiss everything else that mm. could possibly dispute that. Adamantium, uh, fictional. Oh, really? Mm. Made up by Marvel Comics. What's the one then in Avatar? I think that one's real. No. Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Oh, is that Unobtainium? That's definitely not real. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in a movie that's not supposed to be real. Kryptonite. Is Kryptonite real? Kryptonium? That's probably real. Oh, fuck knows. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Should I, do I need to look up Kryptonite as well? There was... There would have been enough undiscovered elements at the time that Superman came out that some nerd down the track would have been like, oh, let's call this one Kryptonite. Yeah, it's green. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> so there is a bit of a mystery about who owns... Yeah, any, uh, any other names come up? Well, there's only a few people it could be. Okay, go uh, on. Because we know a little bit about the owner, the mysterious enigmatic owner of the Skinwalker Ranch. Mm. So they're, they're very rich. They have a private jet. Mm. They have to be one of like three people who's interested in Skinwalker Ranch, uh, which is a fairly narrows it down to Robbie Williams, basically. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I saw. I, okay, so I was watching a few little clips, and then I saw Robbie Williams pop up in one of them. What was his deal with it? He's crazy. Yeah, Robbie yeah. Williams is a famous cooker, famous UFO guy now. Yeah, right. He doesn't really do music. Um, he just he, does UFOs. He's also, I guess, on video as taking off his skin, as well. Oh, yeah, that video, video clip. Music so video, yeah. read into that what you will. Mm. Um, so in this documentary, they they interviewed, but they didn't name the mysterious buyer of this this ranch. And you could do a voice change on him. Voice change. Uh, you can't see his head, and they're interviewing him. And look, if I'm honest, it doesn't sound like he's speaking naturally. It sounds like he's reading, right? Uh, um, you know, off a card, like it's kind of stilted speech. My years in the freestyle rap game. I know what's spitting in versus versus written. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, weirdly, in this documentary, immediately after, Robbie Williams is there. <laughs> and yeah. they all have like a sit down, gather, fire, and recap all the things they've talked about in the documentary. Uh, so, yeah, I just thought it was kind of weird that Robbie Williams appears immediately after this nameless, faceless person who yeah. can't be identified. Everyone else who's around the fire has been in this documentary previously, except for him. So, <clears throat> somewhat suspicious. Yeah, he 100% bought it. Yeah. And he's going to have a weird Skinwalker theme park. If Or it's just going to be an insane Robbie Williams murder park. I Crypto- saw... Uh, f- fictional. Yeah. There is a... What's weird, the article was like, Jadenite is the real world equivalent of Kryptonite. Well, how is it the is, real world equivalent? Because yeah. it damages Superman. Then it went on to talk about how it's the real world version of Kryptonite... Uh, as comic book fans know, kryptonite is a substance created from the remains of Krypton, Superman's home planet. I'm sure that's not what Jadorite is. No. So it's just, I think it's just a green crystal type rock. Right, yeah. That looks like kryptonite. I don't know. Um, I also watched another video of a couple that were checking out around the outside of Skinwalker Ranch mm. because there's apparently heaps of stuff that goes on. It's not just limited to the confines now. Shit's going on outside of it as well, mm. nearby. God, it was annoying to watch. <laughs> he was like really American and annoying. 
Yeah, sorry to Americans. To Americans. <laughs> and she just seemed like she didn't want to be there. She looked like she wasn't interested. He was saying stuff and she would just repeat words as if like, he would be like, yeah, we're here at Skinwalker Ranch, you know, looking for all these things, things. And she's like, the Skinwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 blah. She would just like repeat these words. It's like, you don't want to be there. She's the puff diddy to, to his biggie. Yeah. What does that mean, Cam? <laughs> but um, they went to like all these ridges, there's ridges, all these ridges around it. And like they, there was an extraordinarily huge amount of cattle bones right. <laughs> strewn on the landscape. And they're just like, look at this. I mean, if there's a ridge, the cattle falls off. Dies. Yeah. yeah. But um, that was a lot. Yeah, chuck oh, some right. fences up. Yeah. The So the UFO sightings, there's apparently quite a few military bases and UFO bases around there. Oh, not UFO bases. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone ignore what I just said. <laughs> I don't know anything about UFO bases. Um, yeah, uh, Air Force bases around there as right. well. Yeah, yeah. So also, you know, that was the other thing. Sorry, oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. That was the other thing that uh, NIDS found, or they didn't find, but they saw. They saw lots of lights. Mm. Yeah. But they never managed to take a photo. Orbs is supposed to be a big thing around there as well, which mm. I think is more related to ghosts, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. I saw some clips of Joe Rogan on his Joe Rogan Questions Everything TV show on Sci-Fi Channel. He went out to Skinwalker Ranch with some blokes who were investigating it. I couldn't find the full episode, but I found some edited clips of it. And I actually want to watch that show now because Joe's... He, he's, the guy's talking about all this weird stuff that he's seen out there and Joe Rogan just looks like he's going... You're a fucking crazy man. Like, he's just like, right, yeah, right, yeah. You saw that, yeah. He's not doing his, you're blowing my mind right now. No, no. He's <laughs> just like, eh, all right, yeah. Was this at, like the midpoint between the being stoned on the dare show and going crazy <laughs> himself? I think so, yeah. So one of the theories that they came up with on the documentary Mm-hmm. That the ranch is a portal to another world, uh, because all these ex- all these lights, all these weird happenings, it's kind of like the other worlds leaking through and starting to to mess with us somehow. Or someone said all the sightings and and weird occurrences are kind of a an amalgamation of all the mis- all the supernatural things around the world. So this could be their way of letting us know, hey, we've put them in one place because it's really happening. That's the theory. So just related to portals, Mm. this is just while I was trying to find out more information about John B. Alexander. And I did find this guy talking about portals. I'm not, I couldn't quite connect this to anything to do with Skinwalker Ranch, but I thought it was a fun little anecdote. Mm. This was a guy that was apparently involved with the, the Montauk project, mm-hmm. but he wrote this insane article, uh, which has this bit in it. Above the classrooms on the third floor were offices that we would hang out in. One night, M, that's his uh, partner, was up there with us while he and I discussed what really could only be described as a paranormal storm that settled over Long Island. With Amityville, what I had seen in East Islip 12 years earlier in 1983, what I had taken part in in 89 and now La Bon V and the condos off Waverley and Patchogue, I pretty much had figured out by then that I was in the eye of the hurricane. I asked him, the guy who claimed he was shooting down UFOs off Corey Beach at night, whether he thought there was anything we could do about it. He starts talking about some orgone machine he'd built based on the orgasmic energy concepts of Wilhelm Reich and looking at my wife and I like this is what he had been waiting for. Then he says, you two can close the portals with it 
but I'll have to be in the room to operate it while you have sex. She suddenly sprang out of her chair at him, screaming in his face, you fat fucking pervert. (laughs) Then she bolted out the door, down three flights of stairs, and out in the middle of traffic where I had to chase her and carry her back to the sidewalk. So this is why alien invasions are an ongoing thing, because that couple didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. They they shut down the portals. What a creep. But then the next paragraph is like, he's like, that's weird, because normally she was into, like, Having super weird sex. Right. Mm. But you just didn't want to close these body portals. Um, I, that, I cannot remember how it was connected to John Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> he featured in there somewhere because he's just involved in all of these things. Right. Um, one of the guys involved in the NIDS, NIDS, he, he's, a do- he's a PhD, he's a doctor of something. Um, and he said, we basically, we went there and applied all the scientific method to find this. It didn't work. So that's evidence that whatever's there is supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, so, and the um, other guy from Above Top Secret, the famous uh, conspiracy forum, he was there around the campfire. Pretty big coup for him to meet Robbie Williams. Yeah. Mm. Good on him. Um, He's like, you know, so what evidence do we have? Do we have a photograph? Nah. Do we have a video? Nah. Do we have lots of eyewitness testimony? Yeah, that's evidence. <laughs> it sort of reminded, not to um, disparage these guys, it did remind me of... We've the, just spent 30 minutes disparaging. No, but not, won't hurt. not to call them Nazis, but it, it, it reminded me of like the Nazi guys that they send out to look for the cooked shit. Like these guys spent 10 years getting paid proper money mm. to investigate this. We're in the wrong bloody business. Yeah. I did some uh, numbers on Skinwalker Ranch. Of course. Uh, I've got the Jewish Gematria for you. Mm. 1297 it comes out to. What happened in the year 1297? Don't know, but I'll tell you what 1297 also comes out to. Uh, We Are Not Alone. Right. Yeah. It also comes out to Disclosure of the Grey Race. How did you find that out? Do you do you find this on the website? Or I you... found it on the on the gematria calculator. So you punched those things in? No, I pun- no, I punched in Skinwalker Ranch, and it shows me the other things. That oh, people have looked up. Come yep. out to two hundred seven. Disclosure of the Grey Race, and also the phrase, "What's the dealio?" <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what is the dealio? We wouldn't even know. Yeah. Events in twelve ninety seven was twelve ninety seven, right? Yep. yep. Um. Ooh, September 11. Oh. The Battle of Stirling Bridge. Oh. Oh. There's nothing. The Scottish armies of Andrew Moray and William Wallace defeat the English. Hey. Mm. Freedom. Who else defeated the English? The The, Americans. The the Revolutionary Army. Yeah. Made up of the bloody Buffalo Soldiers. It's all connected. I'll just quickly look at births. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Robert no, Bigelow. No. Robbie Williams. Deaths. Mm. Nah. nah. That was the year nobody died. No, nah, Well, people died, but no one of, of note to us or interest. So, what do you reckon? Ghosts or aliens? At Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a lethal combination of both triggered by the portal. Obviously. Bit of a gas leak, bit too much wine. <laughs> <laughs> the bloody okay. shit in the wheat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ergot. There's an ergot situation. 
like that fa- it. that family from like country New South Wales that like packed up their house and went on the run. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I went, it was just stress and yeah. you know bad fertilizer. I looked him up. Randy Quaid. I looked him up recently because I was like, oh, I really wonder what happened. And then the l- most recent news story about them, I think the daughter was like, hey, we really don't want to talk about this anymore. You know, we should probably respect, you should respect our privacy. It was mm. pretty rough for all of us. I was like, nah, she's right. But. I still wish we knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, just while, just before we wrap up about skinwalkers, I just want to mention one more thing. Mm. Uh, another fact that I, I left off earlier about skinwalkers. If you mention a skinwalker, it'll come for you. Oh, oh no. If people want to find us and leave us tributes online now that we're going to become skinwalkers or killed by skinwalkers, where do they do it, Cam? Uh, you can do it at twitter.com slash hypothepod. You can do it at Facebook. We are on all the streaming services. We are on patreon.com slash hypothepod. Thank you also to Tom, our most cooked unit. Uh, but you can join Tom and help fund our funerals. Because <laughs> <laughs> none of us followed the TV advice and took out funeral insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell Salty's been watching some daytime telly. Yeah. <laughs> it was sandwiched between two Gillette ads, so it didn't sink in. <laughs> Robo? Uh, you can get me at Ale of a Time, aleofatime.com. Uh, you can buy my book still, keg, bottle, can, and all good bookshops. Yep, except Kmart. Fuck them. Yeah, except well, Kmart's not really a good bookshop. There's a lot of books in there. All right. Salty, where can they find you? <laughs> At Saltmarsh on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram for art stuff. Uh, check out Tohada Patreon. Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook. We have a Hypothopod, um Instagram, don't we? We do. I keep getting uh, notifications for it. We haven't posted anything. Yeah, all right. And you can find me twitter.com slash sexenheimer. Gather around me, Facebook and iTunes. On Goodreads, getting fucking owned. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. Supply contains mind altering drugs. Mm, don't worry about a thing. Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. I said, don't worry about a thing. I accept. You can definitely hear John Lennon say, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever. Ooh, don't worry. Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?